Breakfast puppies? This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Glitter Boys. This is the way. Welcome back to another episode carrying from our uh, closeout last time. We're going to spend this one talking about the megaverse and oh, yeah. what exactly it is. Uh, we've mentioned this word a few times. Perhaps new listeners don't quite understand the concept behind it. Yeah, and this is this is pretty much the the core concept behind the entirety of the Palladium universe. So it's it's good to spend some time on this. Let's let's bring some more people in. Excellent. So the megaverse is Palladium Books term for the interconnected universe in which all of their games take place. The central hub of this is a game that they call Rifts. In Rifts, Earth itself has been through <laughs> Catastrophes, both uh, natural, man-made, and magical, and interdimensional. Earth has become a nexus of just chaos, interdimensional chaos and destruction. An apocalypse on a super grand scale has happened. The game takes place 300 or so years in the future. After this apocalypse has mostly settled, leaving behind ley lines, which are these massive blue energy things that can uh, sometimes be upwards of a mile high and run for many miles all across the globe. Where they intersect is called a nexus point, and at any nexus point, there's a chance of rifts to other realities opening randomly at any time. Yeah, these are these uh, nexuses, these rifts are the places where other worlds can and occasionally do spill over into the, the rift's earth. And the rift's were what, not precipitated, uh, the rifts were a major cause of the apocalypse, and they're still sticking around, barfing forth dimensional badness <laughs> onto Earth. <laughs> through those rifts and through those portals, you can reach any one of the other Palladium worlds. You can reach their Palladium fantasy world, also just called the known world. You can reach the Robotech universe. You could reach Phase World, which is a, a series of dimension books that they published for rifts to extend the setting even further. You can reach the, the Nightbane world, which is a modern horror conspiracy, gruesome action horror thing. It's, yeah. Nightbane's fucking fascinating. You can reach Ninja Turtles, Heroes Unlimited, superheroes and stuff. There's, there's yeah. all of these settings that they have, and they're all interconnected through the rifts. Do we bring up Chaos World in this, Chaos Earth? <laughs> Chaos Earth I mean, is another, yeah, it's another setting. It is Basically, Earth during the time of the initial apocalypse that caused Rift's Earth in the yeah. future. Yeah. If you ever want to play in just the absolute depths of madness and chaos and everything going wrong, it's Chaos Earth is a grinder. <laughs> this is the moment where the, the scales unbalance, reality splits, and everything comes belching forth on Earth. I mean, there was no mercy given to America there was no bias given to it. Wasn't it the, the East and the West Coast were just completely wiped out? Yeah, the East Coast especially. Most of the yeah. cities on the East Coast are just not even there anymore. And I think yeah. part of California fell off into the ocean. Half of Florida is gone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> sorry, Florida. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, the, so the, the rifts are, are points where these great glowing lines come together. 
And at, at these uh, confluxes, aliens, people from other world, m- machines, any, anything can spill out. One thing that I love that connects many of the settings of the megaverse is most of them feature at some point in the recent or sometimes occasionally far back history an apocalypse of some kind or something similar to okay for example rifts clearly had this apocalypse which destroyed remade the earth everything has fucking changed now we have future nazis and dragons and you know crazy interdimensional creatures uh vying for dominance of the planet chaos earth during that same apocalypse, you get to live the experience of uh, you know, dying repeatedly. Yeah. Then, of course, there's another setting called After the Bomb, which is what Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles became after they changed the license. After the Bomb is very similar to Rifts in that there was an apocalypse roughly around the same time. But instead of creating the Rifts and whatnot, it just turned everyone into mutant animals and made a weird, crazy mutant animal wasteland. Okay, yeah. those are apocalypses, but Nightbane has this connection through this like micro apocalypse called Dark Day, which is 24 hours of straight starless darkness. And through that, weird uh, creatures started to invade the earth, but in secret kind of thing. Right. Some people gained powers through it and became the, the heroes known as the Nightbane. Oh, yeah. Systems failure has an apocalypse. Its whole thing is there was. Uh, on December 31st, 1999, the Y2K bug hit in the form of actual bug aliens invading the planet. <laughs> they changed all the traffic lights. <laughs> yeah, well, they but they do because they are made of electricity and they can travel through all the electrical mm. power lines. And, you know, technology just you can't rely on it anymore. Yeah, Robotech had multiple apocalypses. Uh, there was the Zentradi wasteland where they glass the planet, the, the masters spreading the flower and then the infant invasion. All, all of these these realms tend to field an apocalypse. And even the fantasy setting had one. It was a long time ago, but it is, in many ways, a post-apocalyptic fantasy game. And I love uh, the, the worlds in decline that the megaverse portrays. Now, that is not yeah. to say that the megaverse is nothing but apocalypses. They just frequently have that connection. Yeah. Another thing I like that's tied into the apocalypses and the coming of the rift is the awakening aspect of the various things that have laid slumbering beneath the earth. Yeah. Some some things did not come through the rifts from other places. Some just kind of went to sleep as magic left the world. Mm. But then <laughs> when it all came flooding back, they awoke and they walk among us. And I, I really liked that as well. There's something about ancient secrets slumbering in the in the dark depths of the seas and in the in the sunless grottos of the deep caverns beneath the earth clawing their way back into the light as the magic that keeps them alive flows through their desiccated body oh, it's really good I, I love that and it's so funny it's so fitting that you mentioned that because that right there is one of the main themes of the meta story of the palladium fantasy world their old apocalypse put to sleep the slumbering gods mm-hmm. the old ones currently sleep beneath the earth the ones that uh the cthuloids the the amorphous creatures which are believed to have created the universe and everything within it including good and evil unknowable alien 
monstrosities sleep beneath the earth thanks to the events of said apocalypse. But someone's trying to wake them up. And soon the sleepers rise again, kind of thing. So the sleeper must awaken is what you're saying. (laughs) Eh, Well, hopefully the sleeper does not awaken. (laughs) You can actually play play Palladium Fantasy without ever touching upon that. But I encourage it. It's it's there. It's in the lore of the setting. Oh, God, I could talk about Fantasy World. We will. We will later. Okay. (laughs) I have to read through the book first. It's it's been a while. Yeah, so you have this planet uh, where where the major cities of our time are almost unrecognizable. People are are clawing their way back up, building settlements and you know uh, military military cooperatives, usually under a a strongman like Prosek. Or is that how you say his name? Prosek. 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 Prosek? I, I'm not sure. I'm going to go with Prosek, but. While this is happening, there are still things spilling through. These these alien and extra-dimensional and mutants are also setting up their own homes here on Rift's Earth. And it's not just the established ones, because these could have been around in what's considered modern-day Rifts for hundreds of years. There are still influxes of new aliens and new dimensional beings and new magical creatures still coming through. So it's it's an ongoing evolutionary process of what you will find in your personal play world. The best part is it's infinite. You can bring in anything. If, of course, you are playing in a game where the GM wants you to. But if that's on the table, you don't even have to look through the books. It's like, hey, GM. Okay, cool. We're playing uh, in modern day Rips Earth. I want to play a Roman legionnaire, actual mm-hmm. Roman legionnaire. From Rome, you know, during the time when Romans had legionnaires. And the GM could be like, okay, two, dude, dude, I got you. I got you, man. Yeah. No problem. Or in our current ongoing game, player says, I want to play a early 1900s British big game hunter. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Oh, right. We can make this happen. <laughs> you just <laughs> fell through a portal somewhere and now you're in modern day Rift's Earth. This is probably becoming much more of a, a you know, a rah-rah about Rifts itself than the Megaverse in general. But Rifts is the central sort of hub of the Megaverse. It's where... Yeah, it's the stage. It's it's the one book, the one setting that combines all of it and lets them cross over. That said, and there is less about this, but it, it is it is mentioned, the Rifts are also travel points, not just through Rifts Earth, but to the dimensions where these things came from. This isn't a one-way thing. You can, properly equipped, hopefully, step through into that world. You can take a character like, let's say, you know, a, a Northern Gun mech pilot and go somewhere else. Now, if you're going into fantasy, that could be God Mode activated, at least while your batteries are good. But there, there is, it's, it's not just rifts earth it's 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 two-way you can take wherever you are there and go to any of the other worlds through the rifts and the best part about it is that palladium now actually has a book out there called the palladium megaverse builder it is a rifts world uh, a rifts dimension book i believe that details how to build a megaverse how to synchronize them 
the the rules in play. Do electronics work in this new world? The difference between types of damage, like do you have the normal standard hit point damage that you might be familiar with from D&D and its kind of games? Or do you have the Palladium branded mega damage, which just wipes everything out kind of stuff? It, The Megaverse Builder is a really good book for answering questions that a GM might have on how to adapt an idea that isn't 100% part of the setting that you're playing and make it part of the setting or barring anything else, make a new setting Yeah, yeah. as part of the megaverse. I don't have that book, but I'm about to because that sounds, yeah. Yeah. We've we've spoken of it time and time again. It's just, (laughs) it's it's such an amazing area because you can, you can do anything you want. You can be anything you want. And it's all done through the literary contrivance of the riffs of the megaverse. And, you know, I've said it before. That is what, that's what sets this game apart from any other game out there. We're, we're not talking hacker or booster or street runner. We are not talking, I am an angry dwarf or I am a, you know, <laughs> a, a haughty elf. We are talking literally anything you want to be is there. And it's all done through the mechanic of the rifts of the megaverse. And it's, it's what sets the game apart. It's what, what makes it an amazing game. And there is a chance that your concept has already been thought of. And there's a write-up for it in one of those books out there. Already. Yeah. But yeah, the too long didn't read version of all of this is <laughs> that the megaverse connects all of Palladium games and then some. It is the way to bring content back and forth throughout all of their games. And you can create your own with their fantastic megaverse builder book to expand the megaverse in your way. Yeah. Yeah. Can't say it enough. Just yeah. it, it's it's an awesome concept and it's it's what sets it apart. Yeah. That's all we got. One of the many things. That's yeah, that's it. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to the Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. Glitter Boys, Rifts, the Megaverse, and all other such topics are the property of Kevin Sambita and Palladium Books. Please buy all their stuff and help keep them in print and making more games. You can order directly at palladiumbooks.com, and their entire catalog is available digitally at DriveThruRPG as well. Our opening music is 8-Bit Bass and Lead by Furby Guy from freesound.org. This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time.